You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of the Locked On Pacers podcast, where, of course, we talk about the Indiana Pacers. As always, I'm one of the hosts of this show, Tony East. I cover the team for Forbes and the West Indianapolis Community News. And today, we have a special episode. Uh, we're, we're changing up the weekly plan. We're going to do our 2000 Finals recap on Wednesday. Adam will be back for that. But today is a special episode because Pacers guard Edmund Sumner is going to join the show. So it's going to be really awesome. We talked about uh, what he's doing to stay busy while the league is suspended, where he can improve, uh, what he's looking uh, what he's looking back fondly upon from this season, and all sorts of other fun things about the team. So, uh, stay tuned, stick around, and hear what Edmund Sumner has to say. Uh, now joining me is Edmund Sumner, guard for the Pacers for the last three seasons, although this year, Ed, you've uh, really come on the scene and played a lot more. But my first question for you is, uh, when was the last time that you hadn't played basketball for this long? Oh, man. Uh, probably since my uh, ACL injury, where I missed pretty much. On my- well, actually, I really don't even know, because even then – I was able to consistently get in the gym, like at least do spots or something. So really never. Yeah, I, I, I've always imagined or I've been imagining, I guess, for you guys that this has to be so hard just because, I mean, you've played every day for your whole life. And all of a sudden you have, you know, an entire month where you you can't play has to be so hard. Do you have a gym you can go to or have you just been <laughs> yeah, working? Now I just, I just got connected where I got a private uh, someone house who has a home gym I'm able to use now, but before. Like the first three, or four, three weeks, it was just I couldn't do anything but just do at home workouts. Yeah, I can't imagine that's uh that's the same or as fun. But uh, outside of workouts, what have you been doing to to pass the time during the quarantine? I heard you've been on uh, the two K and TikTok grind. Yeah, so I've been trying a lot of different things. At first, the first couple of weeks, I've been I was trying to you know just stick to what I was doing, but uh, that got pretty boring. <laughs> I've been trying to do a lot of new things, like get on the video game a little bit more. Uh, that's been fun, playing with people. Uh, make a couple of TikTok videos, made a TikTok with my girlfriend. Uh, I taught myself a couple of ballroom dances. Uh, that's okay. kind of big in Detroit. Uh, so I've been just trying to find a little, like just new things, you know. It's a, so I feel like some things is kind of like a blessing in disguise, you know, just time away from basketball, just, just trying to find something else. Like it's, because life without basketball, I mean, it's going to come a time with me where basketball isn't, you know, my focus anymore. So, I mean, just kind of trying to prepare for that. Did you uh, watch the bonus play 2K in the, the tournament? Uh, no, I didn't watch it live. But I caught some of, like, some of the highlights and stuff like that. But I didn't hear – I ain't never really heard Domas talk about 2K much. So, I, I was surprised by that. So he, he said during the broadcast that he just got the game, like, that week. And you could tell he – Yeah, was, I was, yeah, was going to say, yeah, because I'm – like, you know, Guys, we don't even. I'm trying to think who even games hard on our team. Like maybe Miles, maybe Miles, but not a lot of people game hard on our team. Like Go- really. Goga told me he games a little bit. Oh yeah, Goga. Yeah, Goga plays four now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so Goga, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, what else are you doing besides uh, internet stuff? You you know trying to get outside, do some walking and running, or just a lot of yeah. Things? I was trying to do a little running. Uh, like when it first started, I was running a lot outside. Just to run on the concrete is just not really good for my knees and stuff like that. So I've been trying to find alternative stuff like that, hit a, hit the track and stuff. Uh, been trying to buy a little bit of equipment just in my from my garage and stuff. Uh, 
besides activity wise, um, I, mean, I haven't really been doing much. I mean, it's not a lot to do. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. It's hard, man. Everybody's uh, stuck at home these days. It's, it's tough. Yeah. No, I just read Aaron holiday did his interview with pacers.com and we talked to Vic earlier this week. It seems like you guys as a team are still having quite a bit of communication, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We talk a lot. Uh, we're having team meetings as well. But even like the players, we talk in our group messages and stuff. Uh, so even individually, I didn't talk to a couple players, so I mean, it'd be good. All right, who talks the most in the team group chat? Uh, probably Miles. Miles is probably the most vocal in there. Uh I stay active in there now. I talk, uh, who else? Vic Chats, Malcolm, Jeremy. It'd be like a group of guys who really responds like most of the time. Who who brings the jokes? Uh, a little bit of everybody, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Even TJ Warren might randomly throw a joke in there. <laughs> I've never heard him tell a joke. I wish I could. I know, so it surprises us sometimes <laughs> when he says something funny, you know? I feel like he'd be a pretty funny guy. You know, it's like it's like Kawhi, you know. No, yeah, it's the quiet guys, you know. Uh, They're always the funniest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most most quiet guys, you just get to know them. You, you can get really show out their per- real personality. Uh, have you listened to any of TJ's playlists? He's been sharing all these quarantine playlists recently. Which T? Oh, yeah, TJ Warren. I well, I got to specify. Yeah, I, share one, uh, I haven't listened to it, but uh, – I had clicked on it and like scrolled through it was like to see what type of music he listened to. Yeah, some good songs on there though. Yeah, I feel like he would. Uh, has anyone stepped up as like a leader for you guys during this time? KP told us earlier this week. You know, he talked about you guys' conversations and team meetings and stuff like that. Uh, of course, like like you just said and Depot said, you guys are meeting all the time and talking all the time. Has anyone really stepped up as a leader to try to like keep you guys together and and talking all the time? Uh. I mean, I really feel like the guys who always been leaders throughout the whole year. So, like, Miles, Malcolm, and Vic, I mean, them guys always are kind of keeping us updated, you know, uh, telling us what's going on or just, like, Vic was just giving us pointers, just, like, telling us it's really it's keeping your, you know, your your uh, mentality strong and making sure that your mind is right. Not even just about basketball, you know, because this is a tough time for you. Like, nobody's been through this. So, just kind of making sure that your mind is right and stuff and that you're not just going through it over here, being in the house all day and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's easy, you know, to, to get down and not really see the light at the end of the tunnel. So, I mean, just kind of words like that, like little, little things like that go a long way. Right. But yeah. Especially just cause it's nice to hear from people these days. Yeah. Honestly, like, yeah, just interacting with people when you can, well, this is just, Especially me, I'm a guy, I always thought I loved being home, you know, just by myself chilling. This kind of changed my whole perspective. <laughs> me too, me too. I was the same way. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. You know, I can literally <laughs> do whatever I want at home all day. Now I'm just like, oh my gosh, someone invite me to do anything. Where? So, uh, also KP mentioned that you guys have been getting workout directives from the team and stuff like that. How have those been? Have they been helpful keeping you in shape? Or do you feel like you're, you're still missing something, not being able to go into the team facilities? Uh, I mean, it obviously is different than playing, like literally playing basketball and getting up and down, that type of condition. Right. But just kind of trying to keep your tennis and stuff uh, up to speed as best as you can. Because that's, that's the real biggest thing for us basketball players, that stoppage and then like trying to get back 
and get your body back to that high level because you do so much in the summer to prepare for the season and getting your body right. Uh, that, I mean, that's that's probably going to be the most challenging part because uh, nobody's able to really uh, mimic of planning games and stuff like that and all the work that you've been putting in all these months. Um, so, I mean, but I mean, what we got going on right now, I feel like we got a good program where that, uh, if the season resumes, uh, and obviously we have access to our facilities, but I mean, it's keeping us as close as it can. Yeah. You told me earlier in the year when you were in the G league for a, a second there, that those games are helpful just because you're playing games, right. To keep, yeah. you, to keep you in shape. So, is there any way, anything you can do at all to simulate game speed, or is it just impossible, especially to be That's in, It's impossible to simulate <laughs> game speed. Like, I, I can do all this summer work and feel like I'm in the best shape of my life, and then we get to go up and down. You just get the huffing. It's just like you just can't simulate it. It's just got to play, get to, get to that part of it and fight past or fatigue. But you can do a lot of stuff that can kind of keep you in shape, but not in basketball shape. It's like a big difference. Miles uh, was on CJ McCollum's podcast and he talked about how he does yoga with wasps to simulate mm-hmm. like focus and pressure. So maybe mm-hmm. you can do something like that, right? Just do yeah, something. No, I can't, I can't do yoga. <laughs> I'm you not can, a yoga it's guy, the yoga yeah, part, I, not I, the wasps. I can't, I can't do none of it. I'm going to leave that to Miles. <laughs> I can't touch my toes, so I cannot imagine doing yoga, man. I feel like it'd be. Yeah, that is like, I applaud. The serious yoga there, that is hard. It's tough. It's tough, man. Yeah, especially like like he said there's wasps that like land on him while he's stretching and he just sits there focusing like nothing's going no, on. No, I couldn't be able to do that. No way. No way. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about this season for you uh, instead of the time off and, and trying to stay in shape. You know, you've been kind of banged up this year, some unfortunate injuries, you know, kind of freak stuff. Right. Outside of uh, injuries, how do you feel like this year's kind of gone for you? Uh, for me, I feel like, I mean, I'm still heading in the upwards uh, path. Uh, I feel like I've taken a big step from last year. Um, I mean, obviously, I still have a lot of uh, room to improve in, but just for me, I feel like everything just came to being comfortable. And every time I felt like in the season I was getting comfortable, uh, something happened. Like, I was early in the season, I, I broke my finger or hand or whatever off a freak uh, incident. Then now, like it tore, before the stoppage, I was I was playing a lot and stuff like that. And then boom, the stoppage happened where I feel like I was, you know, getting in the groove and stuff like that. So for this year, I mean, I feel like a lot of things will stop me from really getting in a rhythm because basketball is all about rhythm and confidence. And whenever I felt like I was in a good rhythm, my confidence was high. I mean, I was playing well and doing a lot of good things for our team and contributing in the areas that I was asked to contribute in. Um, I mean, for me, I still take it as a positive year for me. Uh, the season continue. I'm build on that. Uh, if it doesn't, uh, kind of review on things uh, and still continue to get better and try to take an even bigger leap for next year. One game specifically for me, just as a viewer, where it felt like it was all clicking for you is that game in Chicago not that long ago. Is there anything about that game specifically that, that you know, for you it felt like allowed you to do really well or were you just feeling it that kind of night? Um, I feel like the lineup that we was playing was a good lineup, uh, like probably the fastest lineup on our team. It was like, it was Aaron, me, Vic, Jakar, <laughs> and maybe Domas. No, I mean Miles, Domas is out. And it was just, I mean, we was able to play. Like, I was, since I've been playing, like I've always been good in transition. So for us just to get out and play in transition 
pretty much that whole, like the first half, that was pretty, we was all in transition. I mean, that was my strengths. Um, so, I mean, we just played at our strengths and, uh, I mean, it was fun out there, especially I me mean, playing with Vic and Aaron. Uh, we just I mean, just give it up to the person, let them make a play. Uh, so I think that's what it really was, who I was playing with. And, um, the opportunity that was presented with all the guys out as well, I knew I was going to get extended minutes. Um, and I knew I wanted to just come out and be aggressive. Obviously not force anything, but just be aggressive, you know, um, kind of assert myself a little more than I would have if it was a full team, you know? So that's. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves playing with Jakar, don't they? Yeah. That's, I mean, guy, you love playing people who plays hard, you know, uh, not, you know, that's playing hard. And I feel like it's a, it is a skill because I mean, not everyone does it. Uh, so, I mean, just coming here and playing hard. I mean, it doesn't take much to play hard, but not everyone does it. So, I mean, Jakar, he plays hard in the end. Uh, he plays with that dog in him. I mean, I love Jakar. Me and Jakar talk about time. So, I mean, that's my guy. Yeah, man, Justin Holliday had some nice things to say about Jakar. But that game for me just stood out. It popped. And the transition, especially with one fast break, where you went one on three, no problem for a layup. And, you know, right after the Pacers drafted you, I went back and watched some of your stuff at Xavier. Before the injury, obviously, which that's such an, a mm-hmm. bummer. That was such a good year for you. But, yeah, transition seems like where everything comes together for you. And, you know, in college you were way faster than everybody and super athletic. And then ACL happens. But do you feel like now, you know, especially this year as, you know, you, you clearly are cementing your skills, transitions flowing for you. Do you feel like you're regaining a lot of that speed and athleticism that's allowing you to thrive in the areas you're good at? Yeah, definitely. It's, and that still takes part of, like uh, – like the confidence getting back in me from being injured. Cause that, that took like a lot of like a mental, like my mental confidence from tearing my head. Like it took most of it away. So me getting back to used to getting hit and falling or exploding fast, going fast, change direction. Like now I'm back getting comfortable. How it was like in college and stuff like that before the injury is all starting to really click back. Uh, this kind of, I mean, as I'm getting older, maturing my body, just, kind of filling my body out, um, you know, things like that. But, I mean, I, I feel like everything's probably starting to turn the page for me. Man, you could fly in those days. They had, I saw that video, the between-the-legs dunk you had. Um, like, I want you in the dunk contest now. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, my dunk contest days are over. <laughs> You're not doing um, it? You never do it? No, nah, I'm not. Like, I used to, I'm like, in college, before Andrew, I used to love, like, always dunking, like, warm-ups. I make sure I'm doing every dunk I can do. <laughs> now it's just I'm just getting loose. I don't even need. The <laughs> but no, I still got I still got a lot of tricks on my sleeve. I might pull something out one day for. Who Who's the best dunker on the team? Pacers aren't really a dunking team. Really. It's really not. But I mean, a lot of I would say a lot of guys are more athletic than a lot of people think. Uh, but obviously, Vic's come off an injury, but. Uh, prior to injury, you I mean if you look at that, Vic, you can say Vic, Justin gets up. Uh, he's athletic. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I would say myself. Yeah, there you go. I'll be dunking a lot because I be. I mean, it's just. But if we were to have a dunk off, I would win. <laughs> so let, I want to get to Vic really quick. So he he returned from injury this year. Something you just brought up is that. It took you a while to get over the mental hurdle of, you know, contact and landing and all that when you recovered from a long injury. How long, like, do you think that is about the same for every guy, how long that takes? Or do you think he'll eventually get to the point where he is comfortable with that stuff too? Uh, 
it's different from for everyone. Like it takes some people longer. Some people can just, I mean, freaks and just come back and they're just like, forget that injury it never happened. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's still always in the back of your mind. I feel like it, it was always in the back of Vic's mind as well. I feel like, uh, I feel like he was doing a great job. He was attacking more. Nice. Like when I came back my first, like first year and I was in the G League when I just came back from my injury, like I was terrified to freaking like really drive in there hard. Like I, if I was driving, I would like just pass it out. Like that year, it took me until like that upcoming training camp really to feel like even like I'm I'm comfortable. I feel good like that year. But that first year, it took me really like over a year to get back to normal. Something they talk about with quarterbacks in football is like the first sack. You know, mm-hmm. it gets them like, oh man, they felt the hit again. You yeah. know, something like that where you take your first like that's what like, it is. Like, after oh, contact, you sit there, you like, okay, I'm fine, I'm good. Right. Like, okay, okay. Yeah, but it's that's definitely the hard part. You brought up your first year. I didn't have this question in my notes, but I'm I'm just curious because I'm a, you know a person that that last game of the year, the, it was fan night, and you mm-hmm. your Pacers debut for like one minute, <laughs> hit the break. Right. How was that night? Was it awesome? Oh no, that was crazy. That that game was like a tease though. It was like, dang, now I'm you know, I wanna play the NBA games. Forget the you know, the G League game. I just played like that felt so great. It was like I couldn't sleep after that. Cause it was crazy. It was like uh I think we had the playoff game in the G League we lost. And we had like one game left, whatever, and they was like, I can't I so I got sent back down. I was in the training room, I think getting treatment before like a workout practice. And it was like, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Nate's going to let us know, but he's thinking about resting guys, you know, just let them get a couple of days before we get into playoffs. So you might be dressing this game, you know, it might even potentially play. So I'm just like, all right, cool, cool. But I didn't really know what was going to happen and stuff like that, how it was going to go. So, I mean, that was crazy. Is that a game where you're just rooting for a blowout just so you can get in there? Uh, I don't really want to be rooting for a blowout because I was the – I mean, honestly, I was excited to be out there. Right. Because, you know, that was the first time I got to dress uh, and stuff. So, I mean, that was, that was exciting, man. I was excited. So, flash forward a year after that, you know, you finished your second year, showed a ton of improvement, uh, two-way contracts done, and it's time. And the Pacers extend you. You know, before free agency even starts, you guys get into that negotiation mm-hmm. about an extension. How did that feel to just know they have the faith in you and get a new contract done? I mean, that was great because that wasn't even in my my. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about signing another deal. Like I knew I got converted, and I had the other, the next year on my deal. So I mean, that was really what I was thinking about. Um, then my agent had called me. He was telling me all about what they were talking about the basis. I mean, that was great. Just that feeling. He's like that they believe in you that much, and they've seen your hard work. I mean, from the beginning, they drafted me. They were like. We're with you for the long term, you know. Like, we're not going to rush you to get back healthy right now. We're going to let you do it. But then we see you as, like, a long-term fit for us at the Pacers. So, for them to extend me, that I mean, it's just it's basically shows they were telling the truth. They weren't sugarcoating what they were telling me. Yeah, and, it, and especially, like, you know, the two-way deals. Obviously, it's nice to get paid and be able to mm-hmm. have some NBA practices. But just all the travel and not being mm-hmm. full-time with the pros, I mean, it has to be so nice to get that full-time. That's, yeah, that's definitely a plus because the two way, like to travel back and forth constantly, that is that that's an extra toll on the player, especially coming in. But like, you already travel a lot during the NBA, so imagine you travel a lot in the NBA, then you got to come back that night, drive that night to Fort Wayne, play in the game or something, 
or catch a couple charter flights with the team and drive back to Indianapolis to play a game. It was a lot. Who were your two-way bros? Because I remember Bowen uh, and Naz talking about their story. Oh, you were with Alex, right, Poitras? Yeah. I was with Alex, but Alex got converted early. Oh, yeah, that's December. right. That's right. So I was by myself all the way up until – You got banned more that year, right? Yeah, I think in what? What's the, what's the deadline you can sign two ways? Like January fifteenth or something like that. So he had, he got signed like like right around that time to two way, and so they, so it was Ben to finish it up. Yeah, they converted Alex and Ben. Did that give you any any hope? Um, you saying for like that year or just like in they, the, yeah? Because Ben got Ben got a contract for the next year, even though he only stuck around for whatever a month or something. Oh, oh uh, well, I mean, yeah. Uh, that, that didn't really give me confidence because I don't really like looking at other people, players' uh, situations because, I mean, obviously everyone's different and stuff like that. So, I mean, but just the communication that the Pacers were uh, having with my uh, agent that I knew, uh, I mean, I had a good chance. Obviously, I was doing everything that they asked me to do. So, when that second year started and, I mean, I was putting up the numbers that I was putting up and shooting what I was shooting from down there. I mean, I knew it was going to be – I had a great chance of that. Um, so yeah. So you've got the deal. You're here for the rest of this year, whenever it comes back in next year, what's going to take your game to the next level and, uh, be helping the Pacers more as that time goes on. Um, for me, I feel like I help in a lot of areas. Um, I feel like, uh, right, right now for me, like you have a lot of bumps and bruises, injuries, being in and out of rotation is finding that, Finding my rhythm like I had in the G with uh, shooting, because um, in-game shooting and practice shooting—that's that's two different stages as well. Like how we talked about uh, conditioning-wise. Uh, so I mean, that just constantly improve. I'm back in the gym with Joey. Uh, we working on things, tweaking some more things. Just right now for me, it's just the discipline, not being disciplined. Um, and that kind of comes back with the muscle memory when I'm I'm out for a little bit, not playing any games and stuff. That kind of. Uh, stuff like that, because I was in the G. I'm playing every game. I'm playing 30 minutes, stuff like that. So I was able to get that rhythm throughout that whole year. So finding that, I mean, then I was just going to continue to improve on the uh, defensive end. Uh, Nate and DB loves what I bring to the table on that floor. Um, I feel like once I continue to figure out a little knacks and stuff uh, for the NBA level, that kind of helped me out even more. Uh, I mean, I feel like I can be a lead defender in the NBA. Yeah, I got one more question for you, Ed. Uh, this is year three with the Pacers. You've had quite a variety of teammates, but I am curious, what's your f- number one favorite memory with the team so far? Oh, number one. <laughs> it's always a hard question. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's my favorite moment, but the the rookie thing is probably one of my favorite, favorite moments of the Pacers. For one, because – in college, like I'm still a quiet guy, but I like kind of improved. Um, I mean, I'm more open. I, I mean, I socialize more with people. Uh, but like coming into like the pictures, like you can ask anybody in front of the office. Like I, like, I just didn't talk much. Like I was, I wasn't as bad as TJ Warren, but I was right there with him. And um, having to do that, you know, in front of all the fans, like, like once I got out there, I mean, I was having fun and I just got into it. But before I was, oh my god, I was so stressed over that. <laughs> like the week, everything. Like I'm like thinking about it in practices. I'm just like that's all I'm thinking about is just fan gym. 
But I gotta get out in front of all these people in a name. costume too. In a costume, and then Miles gave me the worst one because he, because <laughs> I was the quietest guy, so he gave me a hot dog costume. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you don't get to pick the costume. Like, do they have a bunch of these? So no, like Miles would usually just go to a little costume store and just buy them before, uh, <laughs> and, just, and he just kind of, kind of, you know, think think about your personality and. Like, okay, this would be funny on this guy. So that's what he kind of... Miles is the anchor. Did you pick the Taylor Swift song? No, you don't pick anything. So you got... (laughs) If it's, say, three rookies, you got three teams pretty much. And it'd be, like, four players to that rookie. So, like, you got all the older players, the best and stuff, mentoring your rookie and stuff like that. Um, And that's pretty much throughout the whole year. So, like, you have your... Obviously, everyone can say anything to any rookie, but... Uh, like a vet, I have a certain rookie who they supposed to take care of. At least, so I I could be wrong here, but it, like at least you had Leaf also singing. Like I feel like for Niang the year before and Goga this year, like they're the only one who had to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, for sure that would have. Uh, yeah, that would have been that would been more awkward for me if I was the only one for sure. All right, Ed, uh, I'm glad you're staying safe and healthy and social distancing. And if you got anything you want to say to say to the fans, now's your chance. Uh, I really don't got anything, but, you know, just stay stay safe. It's tough times, but, I mean, tough times don't last. Tough people do, so, I mean, it's, we're gonna, everybody's going to get to this. Um, I know it's tough to see right now. I mean, it's tough for me to even see light of tunnels, but, I mean, I'm keeping my faith strong, and I believe. All right, man, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, no problem. Thank you, my guy. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Sumner. He had a lot of awesome things to say. Uh, you can read more about that on Forbes.com as well as uh, an interview with Victor Oladipo and Kevin Pritchard that I did last week uh, with other members of the Indianapolis media. We'll be back Wednesday to talk about the uh, 2000 NBA Finals, specifically Game 5. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you then.